Do you know any of the names of any of our stars? No idea. No. Maybe I know the sun. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Hello, students, and welcome to the Summit Podcast. Thanks for coming back for a second listen. Each week, we will be joined by different guests. We'll have some laughs and discover how our real lives intersect with God's story. Uh, shout out Rad Dad for the music we get to use in this podcast. Um, yeah. We used them last week too, but we didn't give them a shout out. We put them in the details, but we just want to make sure that Rad Dad gets his name out there. You can check him out on YouTube. Today we're joined uh, by Matt Suma again. Hello, hello. Uh, we're also joined by Brittany Wright. Hey, guys. And Trishana Wilson. Hi. Trishana and Brittany, why don't you guys just introduce yourselves real quick? Let the podcast know who you are. Okay. My name's Trishana Wilson. I'm 24, and I am lucky to be interning here at Journey. Um, hey, my name is Brittany Wright, and I'm 15. Um, a fun fact about me is I like to dance. Um, my genre is hip-hop, I would say. Nice. How long have you been dancing for? Um, so far, four years. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. My daughter, Carmen, she's one years old and she likes to dance a lot. Oh. Um, she likes to, you know, just hop up on one knee and just kind of bounce around. <laughs> yeah. Is there any, any names for that? Man, she just has the Carmen dance. The Carmen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Carmen. We'll, we'll patent that. We'll copyright it. Uh, hey, we're going to do a new segment uh, this week called I Was Today Years Old. <laughs> Trishana's going to lead us in that and share something. So, Trishana, go ahead and take it away. Yes, so I was today years old when I found out the UI Scooty is one of the biggest stars in our galaxy, and it is seven times bigger than our sun. And it is only the ninth ranked in brightness, though, because it can change its brightness, which is surprising. It can change its brightness. Yes, okay. but it's bigger than our sun. Okay. The one we actually see. <laughs> that's that's pretty big. <laughs> um. Well... I was today years old when I found that out too. What about you, Brittany, Matt? Did you guys know any any of that fun stuff? I did fun not fact? know that. Did not know that at all. Do you know any of the names of any of our stars? No idea. No. Me I know either. the sun. <laughs> That's it. The moon. So uh <laughs> the moon is it? I don't know if the moon is a star. Um anyways, uh go out and uh while you still can see UCI Scooty, is that what it's called? <laughs> UI Scooty. UI Scooty uh in a sky near you. So uh hey, we're uh each week we're going through a topic series called This Is Me, where we talk about uh different topics and ideas that uh probably have a little bit of something to do with our identity, uh, a little something that is probably difficult and challenging. And so we want to take that time uh, each week to talk about that, to look at, at those different topics. And this week, we're talking about the idea of I want a relationship. I'm sure it's probably safe to say that there's lots of pause and guardedness when it comes to um, students, especially middle school, high school, probably even college when talking about relationships and trying to explore and figure out what um, developing relationships look like, what dating looks like. So we want to take some time today to talk about that and see, you know, again, what does it look like when uh, relationships intersect with God's story? And so, uh, we're, we're super privileged to get to hear and have a couple students, high school students with us today and get kind of the inside track on that. Um, so 
yeah, without further ado, we're going to dive into this. All right, so let's dive into relationships. Saying I want a relationship is probably something all of us have said before or thought about or maybe felt at least. Yes, no, maybe so. I mean, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Mm, Question mark? Yeah. (laughs) I've thought about it. I just don't want to admit to it. Okay, there you go. And which is the exact reason why we're talking about this today. Because there are, I think... Lots of complexities, lots of dynamics, lots of things to think about when it comes to relationships, uh, navigating them, um, let alone like how to begin a relationship and be in a healthy one. So I'm just going to open it up. Like, What are the complexities that we're dealing with today when it comes to relationships? Not knowing what you want. Not knowing what you want, if you yes. want to be in a relationship or not. It can, or... it can be like that. It can be like, who am I supposed to be in a relationship? What am I supposed to be getting out of it? Like, there's a lot of moving pieces that are unknowns. Yeah, those are good. Very true. What else? Yeah, I would say along with all of that, you are dealing with your emotions and figuring out like, is it okay for me to feel this way? How do I talk about how I feel? It's not very common for us to talk about it. And I know um, back in like my first relationship, I didn't know how to deal with those emotions. Like I have to communicate them to the person I'm with and my mom and I'm like feeling this guilt because I'm like, I don't know if this is okay or not. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? What's okay to do? Like, can I talk to my mom about this? (laughs) So there's a lot of confusion. (laughs) Yeah, going along with that is you never really know how they're going to respond, how your parents are going to respond, how your friends are going to respond. And it's all just something that you don't know what's going to happen or how to react. So a lot of unknown, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of uncertainty. Um, Yeah, I I know for myself, um, being in in high school, uh, one of the most complex things was just figuring out like what like how to navigate the different barriers. Like my parents didn't even want me talking to girls when I was in high school. <laughs> uh, so how, how was I supposed to navigate that? And um, I can, I'm totally fine with saying, I know that I made a lot of mistakes and chose, made a lot of um, wrong choices, choices that um, impacted me for a while. But um, yeah, there's lots of different things to to consider when talking about relationships, but I'm in, it's interesting that you guys all brought up something about the unknown or uncertainty. I wonder if there's anything in that where, um, yeah, where relationships there, there is that just that unknown factor everywhere in it. Like you don't necessarily have a crystal ball, (laughs) right? Like you can't see into the future. (laughs) A lot of the times it's like, okay, is there supposed to be a goal or intention that I'm reaching for? And, that becomes like the big question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, maybe too when we look at culture, or maybe I mean we we are a youth group that's mm-hmm. part of a church <laughs> um, who's putting on this podcast, and so I wonder if there's even some unknown or different filters or barriers or complexities that are added when you're talking about like 
dating or relationships when it comes to like your Christian family or um, your church family and, and how do you navigate that? Uh, are there any unknown factors or like, you know, paused or like guarded places there that you guys can think of or know of or have seen or <laughs> not so much? <laughs> um, I feel like there's like an extra layer of can I like you have to think about like what other more people are going to think of you because with just like random strangers there might not be like that extra expectation but maybe with being like a Christian there's like oh how is this person going to like affect what people think of me yeah that's good yeah there's maybe extra eyes on you or pressure to be a certain way Mm -hmm. I get that um, I'm wondering too, this is something I've seen before in churches, um, where there's almost like more of an expectation for like, you know, the, the, the high school sweethearts to like grow up and get married together. And like all this expectation to like, oh, you know, you're going to find the one at church. And then you guys are going to, you know, start dating high school and then you're going to go to college together and there's just going to be, you know, butterflies and birdies just you know, singing all around you and life is just going to be amazing. You guys ever see that story or think about that? No, I agree. It's like people seem to be in a rush because everyone sees high school sweethearts in movies and in real life. So they, they're kind of in a rush to find their someone, yet that plot isn't for everyone's story. Okay. Yeah. yeah, or like the need to get it right the first few times mm-hmm. and not do it over again. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's um, lots of expectations that we're trying to navigate to when it comes to um, relationships. And again, it sounds like all of that is um, making it difficult to talk about. Um, making it difficult to talk about, ma- making it difficult to understand like what you should be doing, what the right things are for you should be um, to be doing. Um one of the, one, something that I just want to put out there and just throw out there just, just because, um, whenever we talk about this, I want to make sure that, um, that what we're saying is not trying to, uh, like go against what parents' wishes are or, or undermine anything like that. Our hope is to try to get students, um, and parents alike to be more open to the discussion of relationships. Not that, um, we have to change anyone's minds or anything like that right now, but just that relate, just that those relationships, parent and student relationships, um, can be more open, um, and, and people can know, just be on the same page and, have a level of transparency and these like really difficult, but important like decisions and topics in their lives. Um, so, you know, Brittany, you mentioned the, that that plot might not be yours, right? Yeah. Um, that, that you might not be on the, the, the fast track. <laughs> um, and I might say, don't ever try to be on the fast track to marriage mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. dating. Um, in fact, uh, I want us to look at or consider God's story when we, when we're thinking about relationships, relationships were started um, by God himself. I mean, if you think about it, you have the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's a relationship there. Um, God creates the whole universe. He creates, uh, you know, the earth and everything in it. And there's animals and plants and humans. And there's relationships there. And there's relationships between humans and God. And um, so relationships are a natural part of human existence. And what we see is that relationships are broken, though. 
Like even though God created relationships and what this like whole thing is of what a relationship is, we see that relationships are broken and we see that that starts with Adam and Eve and their distrust for God and then wanting to do them own, their own thing, like taking the fruit and saying, you know, God, like, I don't really trust you. I'm going to do my own thing. This is what I want. I see it. I want it. It looks good. Yay. Does anyone ever like see people in school, not yourself, of course, that like looks at relationships like that? I see it. I want it. It looks good. Like <laughs> So many. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Adam and Eve like do that with this like fruit, right? And and the relationship with God is is broken and we just see this like snowball of broken relationships and broken family trust. Um after Adam and Eve did that, they like accused each other for like the problem and then Cain and Abel, their sons, like one killed the other brother because he didn't trust him, was jealous of him and this like thing just keeps going on and on and we see it actually throughout the Bible. And so when I think about relationships, I know that churches probably have an expectation of um, everybody being in perfect relationships, but something that we see within God's story is that it's like no perfect relationships are there <laughs> throughout <Yes>. the Bible. <laughs> There's always something that seems to be breaking. It's so interesting you say that because it almost looks like what we look for in relationships is that trust and unity and we see it broken in the first one and it's like that's the thing that we kind of hold on to and judge um going forward like should i be with this person can i have this person close in my life like mm -hmm. how do we build this um how do we gain trust like how does it all work so yeah i think that's really important to recognize that's good trust and unity common themes um so so even more so throughout the Bible, something I find interesting, and you guys can tell me, maybe you've thought about this before or not, but um, God actually refers to his chosen people, the Israelites, and then later on Christ followers, um, Christ disciples, uh, Christians. He refers to his relationship with them as like a marriage relationship, um, a covenant relationship, something that is um, – strong and meant to be faithful, everlasting, um, intimate, even sacrificial. And so for God and his people, there's this, there's this unity that's meant to be there with relationships. And there's this intimacy that's meant to be there. Um, and a level of, of trust, of course, um, and even sacrifice. Um, I'm, I've, always loved this uh, this prophet that God brought about to explain kind of what uh, relationship between God and his people looked like. And his name was Hosea. And <laughs> poor Hosea. God, God told Hosea to let his life be like a living illustration, like a, a living object lesson of what God's relationship with his chosen people looked like. And he basically said that it looked like him marrying a prostitute. So, so God told Hosea, this prophet, to go marry a promiscuous woman, a prostitute. Um, and she's going to leave you and she's going to go be with other guys. And, you know, it's just going to be like terrible, but you're going to remain faithful to her and love her. Um, and there's, there's at this wow. point where, uh, where it says in Hosea chapter three, uh, then the Lord said to me, go and love your wife of Again, even though she commits adultery with another lover, this will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them. 
uh, I think that this might even serve for us as an example of what our relationships could look like. It might be uh, easy for us to um, just turn and do relationships like on our own and whatever ways we want, but God shows us that his love for us, the relationship he desires for us to have um, with him is one of commitment, of looking past wrongs. I don't think the point of this is for God to say like Hosea or for us to like be in abusive relationships. No, yeah. <laughs> um, but the opposite, right? But that like God's love is, will always chase after you. God's love is committed. Um, and what would that look, I mean, what would that look like if, if you found a relationship where both people acted like that, like God in this story? Where, where both people were chasing after, were looking over, you know, looking past wrongs and forgiving and having grace and like just so delighted in the other person that like they weren't looking for a way out or an excuse out of it. Um, and ultimately this is just what God wanted for, um, wants for all of humanity and him. And he's been waiting for that since Adam and Eve, since that first relationship broke. Um, God's waiting. At, probably estimates of like three to 4,000 years waited until Jesus, he sent Jesus, his son to die on the cross, resurrect to life to repair the relationship, our relationship with God. God waited, you can say 4,000 years to like <laughs> fix that relationship, to get into a, the good relationship with us. Um, I know a lot of us, uh, we want to rush it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but god didn't really rush it <laughs> and we see him showing us like like you said it's not about abuse but it's about forgiveness and loving and looking past flaws as well and that's a huge part of the commitment that you're making that he desires for us to make for one another is looking past um imperfections and helping one another grow towards something more yeah I liked um, how you said it was not looking for an out. Like when someone else, someone else messes up, it's like you don't use that as like a reason to like, oh yeah, I was already like trying to get out of this, but like this is the, I liked that. Yeah, that. yeah I feel like there's there's lots of uh, issues or, or I guess lots of ways where I see people um, looking for those sorts of things, looking for outs, or, I mean, we expect, I don't know, maybe this is just me talking, but I had to learn that the person that I was going to marry isn't perfect. That's And that's will never insane. be perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I had to come with the to terms that I wasn't perfect. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wait, we talked about that last week, right? Wow. <laughs> it um, definitely mentions. comes from a fear of like being heard and not knowing what to do with that. So yeah, it's it's normal to feel that, but recognizing that, hey, we're not going to be perfect and accepting that, well, I think is a huge step. <laughs> yeah. Um, what we see is that in God's story, that relationships, specifically the marriage relationships that that we have, um, they're not our goal in life. Our goal in life isn't to, our goal in life isn't to be in a marriage relationship, um, but it's to be in a relationship with God. 
And a marriage relationship is something that should be um, helping you become a better person, um, helping you become a better Christ follower, uh, helping even your relationship with God grow. Uh, so it's not the goal. Like getting married isn't the goal. <laughs> uh, it's part of the process. It's part of yeah. becoming who we might, um, part of becoming like who God desires us to be, I believe. Um, for those who get married, marriage should be helping us become more like Christ um, rather than it being, again, the goal. And so when we look at, you know, the story of God and how our relationship with him should be like one of marriage. And actually marriage is later on, if you read Ephesians chapter five, um, marriage is actually meant to be an illustration of God's love for us. So that when you're married, when you're in that that intimate relationship with one other person, that's meant to show people what God's love is like for us. So when we're thinking about dating relationships that hopefully will lead to marriage, that hopefully lead to that kind of intimate uh, Christ-honoring, God-honoring relationship, um, how, does, how does that help, um, help you think about like how to navigate relationships now when you think about, you know, my relationship should be an illustration of God's love for me. What are some, I guess, characteristics or things that it might help with that you think when it comes to that? Um, so me and my best friend, we have this conversation a lot of like when we're telling each other what decisions we're making. But um, something we always stick with is the quote that you have to always put God before everything and especially with your relationships. Because you can be so devoted to one like person that you're letting go of your relationship with God. And then it's like one or the other. And you got to know that God always has to come first, even if it's hard. That's good. It sounds like it, yeah. it would be hard. From experience, mm -hmm. I know that it is hard. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. That's really good. Really wise. So when we think about um, different barriers or boundaries or complexities that we face when it comes to relationships, we talked earlier a little bit about, um, you know, the unknown of talking with parents about it. Um, maybe, maybe you like someone and you want to tell your parents about it, or, um, maybe, you know, you want to date, but your parents have a rule about it. Like, how does looking at how God loves us, the way, maybe even the way that God waited 4,000 years to send Jesus, um, and to fix that relationship, um, and establish that relationship permanently? How does that, kind of help us navigate those relationships with our parents and maybe I don't know does that help at all does that even make sense um could, I don't know that's kind of confusing to me okay so I guess when I'm thinking about it and maybe maybe I'll just say what I'm trying to get to here and you guys can tell me if that makes sense or or if it brings something else to mind but if if we have limits and boundaries, so I'll use myself as an example. I was, I was literally like the rule was I was not allowed to talk to girls <laughs> in high school. Um, I wasn't allowed to, you know, talk to them on the phone. Uh, I wasn't allowed to just go hang out with a girl or anything like that. And so, uh, what I ended up doing was there was times where I just hid things from my parents. 
Now, when I think about that in terms of God's story and the way that God loves us and the way that my relationship should be showing other people the way that God's relationship is with us, me lying and me keeping it hidden um, doesn't really show that that's how God's relationship with us is, right? That's not that's not how God's relationship with humanity is. That's not how he wants it to be. It's not supposed to be hidden. It's supposed to be something that he's so proud of that he's shouting it. Like, like there's songs about it in the Bible. Ever read Psalms or Song of Solomon? Don't read Song of Solomon without your parents, by the way. <laughs> um, but if you read those, like, you see that God is madly in love with humanity and, and he wants people to know that you are his and he is yours. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that hopefully seeing it in that light will help us to uh, be more transparent um, when it comes to the relationships that we desire. Their relationships should be transparent um, and not so like hidden and isolated. Yeah. So I know when me and my mom got into talking about relationships, the first thing she had asked me were, what are my boundaries? And it was a hard question because it was on the spot. But thinking about it today, um, I would say the highest boundary that I hold is not letting someone uh, affect the way I see myself. And so that itself tells a lot about what I hold high in a way. Mm -hmm. That's cool. But just talking with her about boundaries and relationships it got into multiple conversations and for me to figure out what really relationships were why i wanted a relationship or what the big deal about it was yeah yeah i remember having conversations with my mom and um her husband and we were they were just telling me like you should really be asking questions and getting to know certain things um, about the person Mm -hmm. and see like, you know, where you align in your beliefs, where you align in um, your purpose, like your job, what you're going to be doing. And those things are really important, like having conversations Mm -hmm. and really getting to know someone um, really like in a friendship first. Yeah, That's good. So we are, um, looking to God's story to what our relationship should look like. But I think we can even ask the same question of us, like what's the story that you want your relationship to tell or what story is your relationship telling? <laughs> um, so I'm just going to just ask you guys just one more kind of round the table. If we can, like what's, you know, one or two things that you hope um, would be part of a future story of yours in a relationship that you have. Maybe we'll go with Trishana first and we'll just go around. Yeah. Um, I hope that people will see the trust in my relationship with um, my significant other, but I also hope that they will see our identity in Christ separately and how he redeems that together, like how he brings us together and helps us um, show like the redeeming qualities of his own love through our relationship. That's really cool. I liked how you said like our identities are separate identities, but together in Christ. Is that, that's kind of Yes. (laughs) All right. So mine would have to be, 
um, being seen as the person who held her boundaries the whole time from the beginning to the end. That's, yeah. That's good. I think. Awesome. I mean, that shows to me that like, it's something that you've thought about and you're convicted about. And um, it shows a lot of like, what I see is like patience um, and like, uh, I can't think of the other word right now, but it, it shows me just like that commitment that, mm-hmm. uh, that God had for his, for, you know, his love with his people too. Um, It's still something I need to think about like more, but I did like kind of what Trishana said with the trustworthy part. Um, I think that's something that I wouldn't mind people like saying like, oh yeah, Matt's, Matt's pretty trustworthy. Um, good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's a great place to start. Um, I know for me, something that I always wanted um, to be part of that story was, um, was I wanted to be like, to be known that like I wasn't being selfish, um, that it wasn't like just about me. Um, but that like, um, that I'm willing to like do hard work, I guess, if that, if that makes sense. Um, I'll say right now, like if you are in a relationship and (laughs) you know, uh, you are just like giving, 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 and the other person is taking, 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 taking. That's probably not healthy. I'm actually going to say that's not healthy. And that's not what I'm trying to get at here of like the kind of like relationship that I was looking for or desiring. Um, but just that really that both of us, um, were in a mode of like serving one another, that it wasn't just like, what can I get out of it? But it was like a mutual, like give and take and care for one another. And I'd say like, you know, being married, one of the things that like really drew me to Liz was that I know we talked a little bit about transparency earlier, but it was the transparency that I felt I could have with her. Um, and then about her with other people. Um, it wasn't like our relationship was something I felt like we had to hide. Um, there wasn't really anything in my life where I felt like I had to hide it from her. Um, so whether it was like shortcomings or fears that I had, um, it was met by grace and love and acceptance. Um, but yet still in those shortcomings and fears, like she's still motivating me and like pushing me (laughs) into a better direction. Um, and so, yeah, with that, I just, uh, I encourage you guys to be thinking about what, what a relationship looks like, uh, and how it can, how your relationships into the future can be reflecting God's love and showing God's love to, uh, everyone that you're around. So for this song of the week, we have X Factor by Lauren Hill. And in this song, which the vocals are just heavenly. Am I allowed to use that word, Josh? Yeah, I think so. That okay. Works. The vocals are very good. Um, <laughs> but it talks about a relationship that is not healthy and something you don't want to go for. Uh, so yeah, go listen to X Factor. It has a really, really cool like gospel feel to it. Soulful. Yeah, it's very... I feel like it's appropriate when it comes it's, to it's relationships <laughs> in that like deep emotion, like hits you in the gut. <laughs> Good song, Matt. Good song. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, hey guys, uh, 
Thanks for listening this week. We just want to remind you uh, that Rad Dad has provided our sick beats for this this podcast and our last one and probably will for the foreseeable future. Uh, check Rad Dad out on YouTube. They have some awesome music. Uh, make sure to rate our podcast and check out our Instagram. Yes, when you do this, it helps more people see our podcast. And we hope that this week's discussion helps you trust the good news of Jesus' transformational love and you discover how our lives intersect with God's story. All right, so this week we want you guys to think about the story you want to be told about the relationships in your life. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we hope you have a great week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. pictures so lovely ink swirls and colored swirls around your face